another episode of the Pet Business Coach Podcast, and I'm your host, Eliza. I'm really happy to be here today, and I'm looking forward to today's show. Today, I want to talk about watching. I'm a watcher. I always have been. I watch other people and other businesses, specifically other pet businesses. Today's show is going to be about how we can use our interactions with other businesses to improve our own. And I'm going to tell you a little story about an experience I had recently that led to this episode. I think it's going to be an amazing show, so give the dog a bone and the kitty some catnip and let's dive right in. I'm a sharer, meaning I love to share anything that will help other pet businesses. This includes mistakes I make or mistakes I see others make. I'm also a watcher. I watch people and businesses. I not only watch, I make mental and sometimes actual notes on just about every customer experience I have. I do this because I'm a little OCD, honestly, but also because I believe these interactions are an amazing source of learning for my own business. So today, I wanna share with you something that happened to me recently. I'm gonna tell you a story. There was once a princess and a dragon in an enchanted castle. Okay, that's not quite right. The true version is there was once a weary pet owner, that would be me, a sick kitty, that would be my baby Woody who has asthma, and a less than enchanted castle better known as my veterinarian's office. Woody, my furry baby, has had chronic asthma for over a decade. She uses an inhaler twice a day that delivers a steroid to her lungs that keeps inflammation in check and minimizes her asthma attacks. The inhaler is quite an ingenious little, little gadget if you've never seen one. Just like a human with asthma, the medication is delivered through a puffer and the mist is inhaled. With a human, the mist is delivered directly into the mouth, but as you can imagine, this is impractical for an animal. For a cat, the puffer is attached to a small chamber, which is attached to a mask that's placed over the cat's nose and mouth. A pump on the puffer fills the chamber with the mist. The cat breathes normally through the mask for a certain number of breaths, breathing in the mist in the chamber. The more breaths the cat takes, the more mist she inhales. Thus, dosage is determined by the number of puffs on the inhaler, or how much mist enters the chamber, and the number of breaths the animal takes. Anyway, back to my story. I am a great pet mom, but I'm also human, and I had screwed up and let Woody's medication run out. There were still refills on her prescription, but we use an out-of-state pharmacy because the medication is less expensive, and they have a two-week lead time, and I needed medication immediately. I realized my mistake on a Sunday morning. And as a side note, why is it always the case that when you need veterinary care or a prescription filled, your vet's office is closed? So my vet's office was closed uh, until Monday. So I limped by with some old medication until Monday morning. First thing Monday morning, I called my vet and explained the situation to the receptionist. I told her the situation was urgent as I'd been out of medication since Saturday and my cat was having increased asthma attacks. Woody had been seen by them less than a year ago and the prescription they'd written at the time still had the refills left on it, as I mentioned. 
Because of this, I assumed they could simply authorize a local pharmacy to issue a refill to tide me over. I'd pick it up that morning, give Woody the meds, and all would be well again. She put me on hold while she went to ask someone in the office what to do. She returned a few minutes later and informed me that I would need to bring Woody into the clinic to be examined. I explained to her that Woody had been seen before by them and a prescription with refills was still active. She informed me that that didn't matter. I would still have to bring Woody in. So let's summarize here. My vet insisted I bring in to their clinic a senior immunocompromised animal that they had that they had already seen and diagnosed. And to make matters worse, they couldn't see her that day. The soonest they could see her was the following day. I had no choice but to agree as I was desperate for the medication for her. The next morning arrived and I had to load my already stressed out kitty into the carrier and cart her off to the vet. After the examination, during which they redetermined that Here's a big surprise. She has asthma. They finally wrote me another prescription. As they were charging my credit card for the unnecessary office visit, I noticed that the concentration of the medication they had prescribed was different than the one we'd been using. The old one was 50 micrograms and the new one was 44 micrograms. I asked the receptionist what changes I should make in the dosage to the cat due to the difference in the medications. And remember here, inhaler dosage is determined by both the number of puffs and the number of breaths the cat takes. She replied that the dosage was one puff, just like the old medication. When I explained that I needed to know the number of breaths as well, she looked at me confused and repeated that the dosage was one puff. At that point, I'm getting a little annoyed, I admit it. Uh, And I carefully explained to her how inhalers actually work and asked her to go check with the vet. The vet returned a few minutes later and told me exactly what the receptionist had said. By this time, I was more than a little frustrated and angry that no one seemed to be either A, listening to what I was saying, or B, competent to the point where they understood how medication dosing works with inhalers. It was only after explaining it yet again to the vet that I was able to get an answer to my question. The story does have a happy ending. I was finally able to get the medication that Woody needed, but the whole thing got me thinking about how we treat our clients in our pet care businesses. There are two lessons I was reminded of from this interaction. The first lesson, do not blindly follow a policy or make clients jump through hoops simply because that's the norm. I'm sure it was the clinic's policy to see an animal physically before issuing a prescription. I get that. However, they'd seen Woody previously, diagnosed her previously, and prescribed meds for her previously. I'm left to assume one of two scenarios for this. Number one, they're greedy and wanted the money from the additional office visit that they forced me to do. Or number two, They couldn't be bothered to take the time to look at my individual situation to decide to make an exception to their policy. Because of this, I was forced to further stress my already sick cat by bringing her into the clinic so that they could redo an exam they'd done previously. Now, I'm a big fan of having policies, but they need to be administered in a way that makes sense. 
I had a teacher once who was fond of saying, don't leave your brain at the door. As pet business owners, we are used to dealing with clients who push our policies to the limit. They ask for exceptions, just this once, or because they're a regular client. It's easy to get worn down by these requests, and many of us, myself included, over time, tend to get more and more rigid with our policies. It's easier to say no to everyone rather than make exceptions for anyone. The truth is, though, every situation is different. Making an exception to a policy when it makes sense doesn't make you wishy-washy or encourage people to take advantage of you. Rather, it shows them that you've taken the time to listen to them and evaluate their specific situation. The second lesson I took from this interaction, do not underestimate the importance of details. As pet care providers, we deal in details. I like to say that we're not the kid next door, meaning that as professionals, we can be counted on to show up and administer specific care to our clients. The kid next door would have said, like the office receptionist in my story, that a 50 microgram and a 44 microgram medication is identical. A professional pet care provider should recognize and note that they are not identical. It's unfortunate that the professional in my story, my vet, didn't seem to care about the details either. Our furry clients can't speak up for themselves, so it's our job to be vigilant and ask questions when things are unclear. As a pet parent myself, I will always hire the pet sitter who asks a million clarifying questions over the one that smiles, asks a few questions, and tells me she's got it under control. I remember some of my first meet and greets. I was hesitant to ask too many questions as I didn't want to bother or hassle the pet owner. This was a mistake. The more experience I got, the more confident I got, and the more questions I asked. Your clients will not be bothered. On the contrary, they will be assured, reassured, of your professionalism by your attention to detail. Two things set professional pet care providers apart. Having policies that we administer or make exceptions to fairly and based on the situation and our attention to the details needed to provide top-notch care. My experience with my vet caused me to doubt that they have either one of these two skills and consequently they might not be the best people to be providing care to my furry family members. This is my story from one interaction I had with one business. Pay attention the next time you go to a business. See what they do right. See what they do wrong. Take advantage of those experiences to help you understand what you can improve in your own business or keep in your own business or avoid in your own business. By doing this and by watching, your business will improve because of it. That's our episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I would love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And if you're ready to take the plunge and launch your own pet business, or if you feel a bit stagnated and want to take your existing pet business to the next level, then reach out to me for a free strategy planning session at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash coaching. That's www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog 
forward slash coaching. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness.